<laughs> it's recording now. <laughs> Welcome to Two Crazy Scoops Podcast with your host Ao and Chino and special guest Isaiah Kampa. So this week we're going to talk to him about various topics and we may just have another uh, special guest pop in since we were really bad at piecing out what timing for these things. Since you are very bad at piecing Since out. I am very bad at timing these episodes. <laughs> I told you we were done. <laughs> you didn't check your phone. What hey, um, phone? really quickly, Isaiah. Um, hey, yeah. as the guest, could you just tell us a little bit about yourself? Where are you from? How do you know Antonio? And not how you know me. Please don't say <laughs> that. Yes. Tell, yes. And, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and add. Explain to us why you agreed to do this, because, you know, we practically <laughs> own you. After yeah, <laughs> I'm actually, you know, I haven't answered that myself yet, and I'm really starting to question it at this point. <laughs> you actually filled out a form, too, didn't you? Yeah, he filled I out the did. form. Which one was Not, his? I didn't take it very serious, but yeah. It was very serious, because at the bottom you signed, I'm very serious about all these topics, and we'll discuss <laughs> yeah. them at length. Exactly, Yeah. <laughs> I just remember asking if pants were optional. That's it. Oh, gosh. They are. This is a family-friendly podcast, my friend. <laughs> well, it is. I'm wearing you... a full suit right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I yeah. can't answer for Aaron, though. <clears throat> oh, no, God, no, please. A... I have shorts. Oh, okay. basketball Jeez. shorts. They're... Can't oh, be too nice. careful. So, anyway, Isaiah, yeah. where are you from? And... Where'd you come from? Where'd you go? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Oh, great. Now that song's stuck in my head. (laughs) (laughs) So if I take a long time to answer a question, it's because that song's playing on a loop in the background of my mind. Um, But I'm from Tucson. Pretty boring. Well, not boring, but um, yeah, from here, from Tucson. Uh, Born and raised. Um, How do I know Antonio? Uh... Just, you know, life. I don't know. Um, I probably met you when I was like yeah, 18 or 17. I don't know. I can't quite think to. Like 2010, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. And it just seems like I see you every once in a while. Just kind of like, oh, hey, there's Antonio. Hey, it's me. I'm here to make dumb jokes at your expense. <laughs> You're here to make a mom joke right in front of my mom. <laughs> Oh, yes. Can I say that? Because one time I was making fun of like, yeah. these mom jokes a bunch of times. And the next day, his mom <laughs> walked up to me and she was like, I heard you've been talking trash about me. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I died inside no. that day. Because <laughs> I think she heard you and she was No, like, you told her, I said, you told I her. I did not. <laughs> I did not. I as someone who likes to make mom jokes, I would never. <laughs> I would never besmirch the sanctity of the mom joke. <laughs> I don't know. What, what, uh, do, you, what do you do uh, for work? Are you um, old enough to work? That's a, probably the first question. Oh, shoot. Yeah, I'm like, how old am I? Crap. Uh, 24? Oh, okay. 25? Wait, am I 25? I don't know. Who even knows what day it is anymore? Do you know what year you were born? 1995. And your social security number. Yes. <laughs> and, and, and I need the exact birthday. 
<laughs> and what are some common passwords you use? <laughs> and your mom's maiden name, please. <laughs> I knew that one was coming. We can't talk um, about his mom, okay, Aaron? Stop sorry, it. Sorry. Stop it. <laughs> she will find you. <laughs> She's going to pop it on the Zoom. <laughs> totally. Just like well, I won't just... let her in, but she'll somehow appear on screen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Break into the oh, room. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, that's great. So, Isaiah, um, since I've known you, there's a couple things. Can I term you a hipster? Is that politically correct? Is this a PC term I can use? That kind of hurts a little bit, you know? Everyone that um, I call a hipster says it hurts. Why is it hurt? I don't know. Um, I don't know. I just, when I, I feel like everyone has their own association of what a hipster is, and it's usually negative. <laughs> um. So, uh, can I call you a trash bag? Is that okay? I don't, I really don't know. <laughs> That's actually, I identify more with that. Than with bag and trash. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's say that it's the hipster term that's non-derogatory. That's someone who is into a lot of things that yeah you're, you're like a pig but like you know like a, a good looking pig you know like, <laughs> like a good like one you know pig. one that would win a contest you know one yeah. of those <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm sorry go ahead oh jeez. because i'd have to say the only reason i call i'd term you that is because a lot of the music that i like that i'm i listen to and it's hard to find people that i would enjoy it per se mm-hmm. that's the kind of stuff i pass on to you yeah, and which I really appreciate. Oh my goodness! But I'm I feel like we both have the kind of like the same. I don't want to. It's like eclectic, eclectic taste. I think music. the term you're looking for is pretentious. Pretentious uh, music. <laughs> yeah, like you can listen yeah. to it, and you're like, no one else is gonna listen to this because it's too great. It's like, oh, these trash. They do not get the music <laughs> that I like. No. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't remember what your question was. Neither do I, man. I mean, <laughs> we're just um, here. Yeah. Just can I call you a hipster? Is that good or bad? Eye. I mean, you, you can, yeah, I guess. Um, Would you term yourself a hipster? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't know, because now I feel if I reject it, I, I seem like I'm high and mighty, like, oh, no, I would never touch such a phrase. <laughs> I would never sink to such depths. <laughs> you know, I'm just, like, into whatever, man. I have to you look know? at I'm just a How about you deny it three times, and if a rooster crows, <laughs> we'll know the truth. Oh, sounds good. Sounds about right. I think oh, I'm going to have to cut that part out, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> a little offended by the blast. I'm not offended. I'm just surprised that, you know, whatever. You're doing the editing. <laughs> you're not, whatever. I was actually Googling what hipster is so I can be on the same page as y'all because I don't know what a hipster is. Oh, yeah. You should, well, you should read it. I mean, I'm, I'm yeah, curious. Yeah, let's look at the definition. The actual so a hip, definition. A hipster is a person who follows the latest trends and fashions, especially those regarded mm-hmm. as being outside. That doesn't sound like a hipster to me. That's not Yeah, I shop exclusively at Goodwill, so I'm, uh, I'm out That's of actually that pretty hipster. <laughs> what is the second definition? <laughs> no. A hipster is That's also. That's not because I'm trying to be hip. I'm just poor. <laughs> I think they're they're one and the same is what we're coming to. Yeah, I can look at like Urban I've seen Dictionary. the things where where you have to tell like it, they have pictures of homeless people and hipsters side by side, and you have to tell <laughs> which is which, and it's very difficult. 
So I, I guess so. <laughs> I guess. That's funny. Okay, well then maybe a hipster yeah. isn't a good term. You want to hear what the Urban Dictionary says? Mm, no? Yeah. Is this not the audience yeah. for that? Okay. <laughs> well, you know, I do have a funny story about that, which I'll tell you later. So continue on. <laughs> According to the Urban Dictionary, hipsters are people that try too hard to be different and genuinely oh, think that they're being different by rejecting anything they deem to be too popular. Ironically, so many other people also try too hard to be different that they all wind up being the exact same. <laughs> so hipsters aren't actually different at all. They're just people that are snobbier and more annoying about yeah. their taste and alternative things. Okay, okay. we've right. heard enough. <laughs> Thanks for inviting me on your show to insult me, Antonio. I really appreciate this opportunity. Oh, man. Oh, <laughs> it gosh. It's better, but I'll stop. Oh, there. man. It's oh, better. It does. I don't know where I was going with this, Isaiah. I'm sorry. I guess all oh, I was trying man. to say is you appreciate good music. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thanks, man. <laughs> Thanks. Sorry. Oh, it's okay. I'll have no. some very skillful editing for this. <laughs> Can we I'll add in the beep noise? I think it makes everything funnier. The what? Like the beep noise. Oh, <laughs> yes. That always yeah. makes it funnier. It's comedy gold. Yeah. So, which, one is, which one is the oh. beep noise? Like the one, like whenever you're watching like Hell's Kitchen or something. Oh, I know. We need one of those. We need to find off. one of those. Yeah, I I'm going to find one and add that to life. the sound pad. I'm going to find that. Yeah. Okay, good. So, anyways, Isaiah, what are some bands that you enjoy listening to that you think the general <laughs> public may not be interested in? You know, I don't even want to say now. I just. <laughs> Oh, you never told us what you did for work either, by the way. Oh, that's true. Um, nothing right now. Uh, like the rest of us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I don't I know. I saw that you were uh, working on some, uh, what, you were refurbishing an old rocking chair? Yeah, yeah. It's from, uh, from about the 30s. Um, but I, I actually, I went to school uh, for woodworking and furniture making. Um, so, so are you doing that's like, not what I do for a living. I just, I just, it's just it an interest. Side. Yeah. Just kind of an interest. I thought it would turn into work, but it's apparently really difficult to find work in these days. Yeah. So what are you like restoring? Just what about the chairs? Um, well, I'm completely taking it apart, um, and fixing any cracks, uh, sanding it, refinishing it, um, cleaning up the hardware. Uh, and then I got to reupholster it. So, yeah. How long does that usually take? Uh, man, it really depends on uh, just the project and my apathy towards it. I don't know. Or my <laughs> lack of motivation. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it could I feel like if I really was trying at it, it could take maybe a week. What got really you into that? Go. <clears throat> um, well, initially I wanted to go to school for something that I felt was like practical. Uh, so much for that. But um, I, I also wanted something that exercise was like sort of a creative outlet um, mm -hmm. as well. And so that kind of checked both boxes and um, yeah, I mean, I'm, 
when I said we could talk about anything, it's because I'm kind of like, I'm passionate about knowledge about anything. And I like to learn about a bunch of different skills and um, just, so it was just kind of one more thing that I wanted to learn and wanted yeah. to know how to do. Well, it kind of so, helps you be a little more well-rounded, just like repairing things in general. Yeah. I mean, it helps me feel better about myself as a hipster, you know, like just <laughs> like that much better than others, you know? By the way, Idea Campa can restore your great grandmother's <laughs> rocking chair. So give him a call. Hey, by the way, I just want to jump Please in no. quickly. Uh, so Aaron is in the waiting room. Uh, All right, I'm gonna let him in. So he doesn't know what we've discussed so far. So, and um, uh, that's why you, when you deep fry spaghetti, oh, you can apply that to most any uh, wounds, and it'll heal it instantly. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Old spaghettios. Yeah. Oh, hey, I mean, it's Aaron. Aaron. Hey, Aaron. Hey. How's it going, man? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, what's up? Nothing much. How are you? Good. 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 Do you, so we you had, had. Oh. Enjoy it. I think you know Isaiah already, right? Yeah. How are you doing? I, I, we, we've met a few times. Good to see yeah. you, Aaron. Good okay. to see you, too. Very good. So, so Aaron, we're going to have you guys argue about who's better. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's the theme of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you apparently, I had. <laughs> yeah, and apparently, according to Antonio, I have a humongous ego. So, oh wait, wait, wait. <laughs> should be, okay. Should be so, fun. originally, we had tried to do two separate episodes with you guys, but our first episode ran overtime. So instead of wasting everyone's time, we thought that we'd have you guys both on the same episode. And apparently, for the first ten minutes of this, I've insulted Isaiah at least fifty times. And his <laughs> um, what do you think of when you hear hipster, Aaron? When oh, I hear uh, hipster? Yeah. Like, if you were to call someone hipster, is that an I offensive think, thing? Because I thought it was fine. No, I I think when someone's a hipster, they try to be different from everybody else. Either from their style of clothing, <laughs> a statement of their music, <laughs> a sense of style. It's a statement that they're different from everybody else. But what if you're not trying? You just so happen to be different. That's called. Um, re- oh. We call dumb people journalists. And <laughs> <laughs> oh, they may seem to take everything very literal. <laughs> uh, oh, so we're gonna do the hipster test with Isaiah right now. We're gonna see okay. if any of the bands that he names off you have recognized. Okay. Or you can oh, recognize. Geez. Okay. You know, for this, I'm just going to scroll randomly through my phone. Okay. Uh, actually, wait, no. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll do that. And okay. Just whatever I land on. Yeah. We'll see. Um, all right. So, Walk a Flock of Flame. Oh, excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> this is a PG 13 rated podcast. <laughs> Thank you very much. I'm just <laughs> messing with language. you. Oh my goodness. Uh jeez. Oh man. All right. Let us see. Um The Mountain Goats. No they are. Nope. <laughs> this isn't looking good for me. Um, (laughs) 
<laughs> Iron and Wine. Oh, I mean that's a pretty yeah, common I know, one. That's I a know pretty them. common one. Yeah, but Aaron Lawton hasn't heard it, so you failed the test. <laughs> yeah, I know. No, but I bet you he's they, probably heard that one song, their biggest song. He's probably probably. Heard. Yeah. What song is it? Um, I don't remember. I just know everyone knows yeah, that one song. <laughs> everyone knows yeah. at least that one song. Uh, Whining about to, iron. Now I have to look it up because I don't remember. <laughs> exactly. It's a slow song. <clears throat> uh, how about Diggable Planets? Y'all know who they are? <laughs> no. Mm. Great, <laughs> great hip hop group from the nineties. No. Okay. Um. Yeah. See, well, yeah. So, I mean, I guess that proves your point, Antonio. I suck. I'm not trying to prove anything. I'm not accusing anybody of anything. It's just oh, if it quacks man. like a duck and it yeah. listens to music uh, that right. ducks listen to. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, you know what? They did a cover of um, Such Great Heights that I used to like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that. But that was. You heard of the Postal Service, Aaron? Postal Service. Yeah. yeah. I love yeah. Postal Service. So Iron oh, well, yeah. is connected See, that way. Yeah. And there is similar somewhat genre wise. I mean it's pretty hipster. Mm. Yeah. So Aaron, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you oh, from? Like and like, what do you do for work and what are some funny work experiences that you have had? So you can go in any order you want. Go in any order I want. You should probably tell us where you're from, though. That probably would make the uh, most sense. Well, okay. Well, I'm originally <laughs> from. <laughs> I'm originally from Boston. Uh, I lived there till I was about 15 years old. Uh, at that point, I moved to Tucson. What? So. <laughs> <laughs> you, you just teleported here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, why Tucson? So, of all why places. Tucson? Well, would you really want to hear the story? Yeah. Originally, it was uh, my mother's best friend's idea. So my mother's friend was like, hey, uh, why don't you come to Tucson with me and check out some houses, right? So uh, she's like, yeah, sure, I'll, I'll, I'll support you. I'll give you, some, I'll give you some help, you know? So, uh, of course, uh, at Dynamic Duo, you know, we're checking out houses. And my mother was like, this is some pretty cheap houses back here. I like this place, right? So while she was helping her friend, she bought a house herself. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Did she tell her plans to move? Nope. She moved back to Boston and told us we're moving to Arizona. So that's how I got here. <laughs> Wait, hold up. So she, but she didn't tell her friend. No, she told her friend. Oh, okay. So she first, what she did was she helped her friend uh, find a house. You know what I mean? And then with the same realtor. The realtor helped her find a house too, as well. Nice. So you got two birds and one stone. That's and that house was yeah. uh, about not that far from my neighborhood. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So that's how, and she's still there today. So <laughs> <laughs> that's so, funny too because coming uh, to Arizona is because of her friend. Yeah, uh, and in Boston, everything is, in, in the Northeast, everything is much more expensive. Much I can, more. Expensive. I can definitely see how someone from the Northeast would come out here and be like, "Oh, yep. this is cheap housing," because it is yep. compared to. Exactly, it's about yeah. three times as much. Over yeah, yeah. Arizona, definitely. And you got to deal with those crazy winters either. Is, no, no. I, I'm very satisfied being in Arizona. 
Yeah. I will never go back. Right, exactly. <laughs> I know that's right. I know that's right. My days of struggling are over. <laughs> yeah. So, so what do you do for work? Uh, I'm a I'm a caregiver. A caregiver. Okay. This is my second year of caregiving. That's actually okay. what Isaiah wanted to do. Oh yeah. What do you know? So, yeah, I was I was thinking about going into it right before this whole thing started. Oh yeah, so, yeah. I mean, yeah. Honestly, this is the perfect time to do it because uh, mm-hmm. they're still looking for essential workers. <laughs> oh, nice. Uh, quit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ain't nobody come to work. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, I've been I've been doing this for this is my second year now. So mm-hmm. nice. You know, it's That's funny we cool. when we talk about people's jobs on our podcast. One of the yeah. things we normally ask, and I don't know if this would be appropriate for you or not, <laughs> yeah. But we usually ask about funny experiences on the job. Um, oh, funny experiences! Yeah. Or what you enjoy about it, if you want to be uh, safe. Or what you enjoy about it, if you want to be oh, safe. Because no, in your situation, I don't know if it's. I don't. I don't really understand what all you. Oh, yeah. We actually do oh. have a large audience of the elderly, so they may be listening to this. <laughs> right, right. right. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the demographic is from sixty-five yeah. up. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, the people I work for, they have they're older people, but they have minds of children. You know? Hey, could you um? Could you, are you, could you move a little bit closer just so I, wait, can y'all hear him okay? Or is it? Do you have like a microphone or headphones or something? Like Apple headphones you can plug in or something like that? Oh, I do have Apple headphones, yes. This? Yeah. Yeah, that's perfect. Am I low? Huh? Yeah, the audio was a little bit low. Better? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> it got infinitely worse. Right. <laughs> Hold up. Um, can you, you bump have... up his microphone? Huh? Can you bump up his microphone or his audio? Oh, I don't know. Can you? I don't know how to do that. Um, no, I don't see an option for that. Okay, never mind. Um, just um, can you, can you hear sign us? It to us? Can you hear us? Okay. <laughs> okay, we can't hear a word you say. Never mind. Unplug the mic. <laughs> just unplug the mic. <laughs> unplug the headphones. <laughs> well, hey, you guys well, just want to restart the episode? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, there you have it. <laughs> Too crazy. Just kidding. No, um, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. We'll. Oh, um, where was I? There you go. You're clear now. You click. You oh, sound better. better. Yeah, you sound okay. Better. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, all my guys, uh, they're older people, but they have minds of children. You know. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I have a guy, uh, who, uh, I used to care for. Um, that whatever he he liked to mess around with people. So, uh, I'm like, hey, so and so, you know what I mean? I got your favorite dinner here. They all oh, great, cool, right? So. And then uh, I would start feeding him the food and he would stop and he would look at me, right? I'm like, what's the matter? What's wrong, right? And then he would just stop and look at me some more and I'm like, something you need to tell me? You know what I mean? 
what's wrong with your food? And I'll go to grab his dish, right? And then he would spray his food from his mouth all over my face, my shirt. Oh, I'm oh. like, dude, dog. And then he would just start bursting out laughing. Okay, all right, bro. You got me. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yep, you got me. Huh. All right. You are a good man for that job. Stone so number one, Aaron zero. <laughs> you are a good man for that job. <laughs> so uh, uh, I got a second guy who who hates getting out of bed, who hates it. But, you know, to help his skin integrity, he has to get out of bed, man, right? So 8 o'clock rolls up, and I'm like, hey, buddy, how's it going? He goes, he looks at me with one eye open. He's like, "I." I'm like, oh, yeah, time to get out of bed. No. <laughs> Dude, he cracks me up. One of my favorite guys to work with, yep. So uh, being a caregiver for that facility and everything, it's been, it's been really cool. I, I, I get laughs every day working there. So, hmm. so well, that's good. What was it? Because I don't think Aaron would be laughing. I, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I look at him wrong and he's like, just shuts off his camera. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, you no, you you do have to have a a a, a good uh, your personality has to be fit for that job, I think. Yeah, I you have to have a lot of patience. Yeah. Obviously. Yep. And um yeah. And so what did you think about that Isaiah like knowing kind of what was entailed in that mm-hmm. kind of a line of work? Well, I I mean, I really like it cuz um I mean, I one thing I'm passionate about is sort of just people in general. And I'm sure with Aaron would agree that like um even with like the being spit on and stuff, like seeing the joy that that guy gets out of it kind of makes it like <laughs> a little bit worth it, you know? Like I don't know. <laughs> I mean, if you need any time practicing, I am happy to get no. a bowl of cereal. <laughs> no, dude, you no, need oatmeal. Oatmeal. I've also always found it interesting. Oh gosh, <laughs> with people like that, how they've like sort of maintained like that, like or not maintained, but um, they've sort of either regressed to a certain point, but they have that thing that seems unique to children almost that sort of wonder about the world um that uh the playfulness that people sort of lose along the way and uh i just think that's really cool and um i'm sure it like you said you get laughs every day and i'm sure it's a a fulfilling and enriching uh experience so how would you say like dealing with uh like there's customer service obviously which is a totally different ball game how would you say that's a little yeah. different than caregiving at this point? Because obviously um, if one person's like screaming at you, yeah, they had a bad day, maybe they're dealing with something. But why do you think it's a little easier to think about someone who's elderly in that kind of a sense and, and kind of, uh, you know, understand them a little more? So the difference between customer service and caregiving? Yeah. I can well, think of a few um, things. <clears throat> Honestly, with customer service, uh, Normally, it's something a person needs out of you or something you can provide for them, right? Uh, let's say, like, they have a product that they want to buy or they want to return. Um, your job is to fulfill what they what their wants, right? Versus mm-hmm. someone, as you're caring for it, um, they don't have a choice. They need your help, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, in that case, you're helping someone uh, 
in the aspect of the life, make it better. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And make it more positive. You know what I mean? Um, it's not like oftentimes uh, they can't, a person can't buy a new pair of legs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but with, yeah. If, if they have a good, <laughs> if they have a good caregiver who can make them feel good about themselves and, mm-hmm. uh, and make them uh, look forward to waking up every day, it makes a big difference compared to someone who needs a service and perhaps may not be able to get at, uh, give them that service. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. They'd be angry at you, all kinds of words, and we all know how that goes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now you yeah. now you had a bad day. You can't stop thinking about it. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. So uh, those people are probably a lot more appreciative, right? Of, they are appreciative, yeah. like the service you're providing. Mm-hmm. Of course. Um, yeah. If if it it, it also shows it, they they're not dumb. They can tell if they're mm. wanted, and they can tell if they mm. if they're cared for. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if you show that if you show them that you care for them, they're gonna reflect back off that too as well. You know what I mean? Well, what do you think is why do you think certain people are quick to dismiss them if someone needs help like that? <sighs> you know, oftentimes, uh, you know, being in the field for almost two years, you, you get some people that are caregivers who really don't care for them. You know what I mean? They're just there for the job and just there as a body. And uh, mm-hmm. it, you, w- w- I've had some tough conversations with everybody. I'm a manager, by the way, over there at Phyllis. And then if, if, if the client doesn't feel comfortable with that person and then you start asking client questions and then you realize, oh, wait, they're not feeding them one time or they're not uh, bringing them to the bathroom when they need to, then it becomes an issue of the person just not showing that they care and you, I'll be honest, even if you don't care, at least do your job. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. at least make them happy. Right. Yeah. yeah. So it, it paid for, right? Yeah, exactly. You know, so, uh, but we, it, 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 how, how you, how you talk to them and how you, and, how, and what you do for them really shows how much they care and they can feel it too, you know? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I have, I have this one client. I, I, I love, uh, she's a, she's a woman, right? And every time a certain staff member walks inside the house <laughs> and she just stop and she'll stare at them. Right. And I'm like, what's wrong? Mm-hmm. And she just shake her head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> well, what do you want? She's like, take me to my room and lock me in there. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I got you. I got you. <laughs> why is so? What happened? Like, why is that her reaction? Huh? Why well, is that- apparently, um, <clears throat> she wanted. Uh, it's a series of events. I can't talk too much about it. But yeah. every every time um, she asked for something of that staff, the staff member ignored her. Exactly. Got you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So. And I, I don't mean to like bring it down to like a sad level, but oh, something I've always thought about as to why I would have trouble getting into that line of work is because of like with the elderly, most of them are going to die eventually. So how do you deal with that when you find someone who you really like and obviously you care for them, but yeah. you still have to deal with that uh, reality? So you know, when it, when that time comes, it comes. Um, it, if you focus too much of, of the future, everybody knows it's gonna happen. You know what I mean? The job becomes really hard. I did have a, I did have a client dial me, and honestly, I had to take a week off after that 
because mm-hmm. of, of you, when you work with someone every day, nine hours in a day at, at that time, you know what I mean? Yeah. You, you can't help but feel a certain way. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? You can't help it. We're all human. You, you get in, and when you care for somebody, you, you naturally try to do the best for them. But watching them suffer and then, and then, you know what I mean? Yeah, and I feel like uh, taking like you having that job means that you have like a special connection to it, or right. have some sort of empathy invested in it. You and have so to. It's got to be extra hard. Um, yeah. Because so, of that. Mm-hmm. Luckily, the company I work for, they have programs and they have people. You mean when that happens, that you can call to talk to and stuff like that too as well. So it's, it's an option. So mm-hmm. they, yeah, they because well, I'm sorry. What were you saying? No, they understand um, when you care for somebody and you care for their needs and you advocate for them and then for them just to be gone, it's, it's, the effect it has on you is just devastating. But uh, it, 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 it is a part of the job that comes with caregiving, but there's other like happy aspects of it too as well that comes with it. So it's just, you know, you're playing games with them, making jokes, you know what I mean? And just stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> And what did you think, like, Isaiah, like, when you were, I mean, obviously, you knew that was going to be an inevitability as well. How do you kind of view that subject, I think? Are you talking to me? Yeah. Oh. Um, I don't know. That's one of the things I had, like, because uh, I've, I've been thinking about it for a while, but um, that was one thing that kind of held me back a little bit. Uh and I'd mainly be working with um, people with mental health issues. Uh, oh, the okay. job that I had lined up before all this, it was mainly people with mental health um, problems. But I thought about stuff like that or um, the problem of maybe getting a little too uh, invested emotionally, mm. which, um, uh, but I also, uh, on the other hand, like Aaron said, there's a lot of people out there who don't really care and who are doing that work. And I feel like, I mean, as long as I care and keep sort of a realistic attitude towards it, that um, maybe you're not going to be able to solve all of their problems or um, fix whatever suffering they're going through. Uh, as long as you're there as um, some sort of uh, comfort or soothing to them it's it's uh, worth it yeah. and um yeah i mean i was hoping to figure out whether whether i could handle it but um but i think i think yes yeah, uh i mean it seems like aaron you you feel like it's worth it uh to be there mm-hmm. doing that it, for me i know i I know I'm a little different about this, but it, it, it is. Especially if anybody who's a people person who cares for others, it's definitely a job that you can enjoy and actually feel good about doing too as well. So um, I remember I I became a medical assistant uh, see, about like five, six years ago, you know, and I worked at a doctor's office. But even back then, like I didn't feel like I was helping people because there's all a business. Anytime mm-hmm. you're going in a health field, especially in a uh, doctor's office, first thing is first thing comes first is business. <laughs> Insurance card. <laughs> you ain't got yeah. a search. I'm sorry, the door's right there. <laughs> Wheel yourself <laughs> out. Got money. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. But in this case, uh, as a caregiver, uh, oftentimes the government's already helped them out financially. So all you have to do is just help them on what their needs mm -hmm. and everything like that. So it's a completely different atmosphere than it was at the medical office. Mm -hmm. well, that's good. Yeah. Hey, let me ask you this, um, Aaron. Have you ever done any interpreting before? Because you are also a sign language expert. Uh, you're very fluent in sign language. Woo! Have you ever done that before? Yeah. I have done interpreting before, very little. And what would you say? I take it as that that's not something you would want to do uh, for for work. Uh you know, um, I did start that choice of career, uh, but then once I realized how long the schooling was going to be, it kind of discouraged me a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> that's like four years, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Oh is it four goodness. years, really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, even well, if you're already fluent? Uh, it's not like that. From, I've, I've looked into it, and I've talked to Anna a lot about it, and it's um, like I started a new job recently, and there was a deaf man who was there. And um, some some lady who was also just starting out, she was interpreting for him, quote unquote. So she would say what he was trying to say and stuff like that. But then the actual interpreter showed up and she gave him a voice. And that in itself is very hard to do because she, mm. like he would make jokes and she would say it as if he was saying it. She would say, when are we going to go this or that? Instead of saying he's saying this, she was actually saying what he was saying and, and kind of condensing the ideas so that it was easily understood. Um, so, it's a lot harder than I ever thought it would be. So is it four years specifically for sign language? Because I know interpreters who have not done very much schooling and they, they're interpreters. Like for other languages? For other languages. Yeah, it's not the same as a sign language. For, uh, for other languages. Years ago, as long as you had the experience and maybe the background of having deaf parents or deaf children, you were able to just become an interpreter. But uh, through the years, uh, you know, this, there was issues of uh, people not being completely clear when they were interpreting and misunderstood, and mm -hmm. it became an issue. So now they made it mandatory for, uh, I think it's a, is it bachelor's or master's? I can't, I don't remember which one it was. No, I think it's a bachelor's degree. Bachelor's, yeah. Were mandatory. You have to have a bachelor's before you can interpret. But obviously those who had, grandmother themselves uh, as an interpreter through the years. <laughs> yeah. they, were, they were able to get it without going to school. Gotcha. But I, I, I was just, I just got interested at the point when uh, schooling just became a thing for interpreting. So I was like, yeah, maybe I can do it. You know what I mean? And, mm -hmm. uh, and I realized, you know, I don't think I want to wait this long before I get a good job. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, yeah. I quickly backed out of that after the first few months of trying to pursue it. But have you done it on a personal level? Like not necessarily for business, but have you tried, have you interpreted for other people before yeah. just in general in everyday life? I've, I've interpreted, I've interpreted for friends. Um, that's about it for friends. Gotcha. Uh, people that would go to the store. Uh, uh, we would, you know what I mean? Just for friends. Mm -hmm. gotcha. it was, it was, I, I hate, I'm going to say it like this, but it was for fun. Whenever we're doing something fun, going to the store or uh, going for the movies, they have uh, this little caption thing that they can have <laughs> mm -hmm. where it's like goggles and a little stem that uh, attaches to the cup holder and, they, and the deaf can read 
the huh. captions of the movie as they're watching it too as well. So oh, it's cool. really dope. Yeah, it's really awesome. cool. Um, and uh, uh, I, I have had a buddy ask me to interpret a doctor's office, but I warned him several times, man. I'm like, dude, you realize I'm not an official interpreter. You, you should get an mm-hmm. official. No, I want you. I want you. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> are you sure? Yeah, 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 yeah. You're good enough. You're good enough. I was like, okay. <laughs> if you get the the surgery on the wrong knee, don't come. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> <laughs> Needless to say, no. <laughs> Please you are no longer here. friends. <laughs> 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 oh man yeah because Anna she does some uh, interpreting for Spanish like at doctor's offices oh yeah and she's able to do that without any certification really yeah um, it was just a company that she signed up with because someone told her about it oh right on um, but even then she has to look up certain medical terms and things like that yes uh, yep. to keep up to date with that and mm-hmm. it's not the same as just speaking normal Spanish it's true um, but with sign hmm. language like I, the concepts are I could imagine a lot harder to come across medical sign language yes (laughs) you can't just sign cut off leg (laughs) (laughs) one of the cool cool things about sign language is that the uh, translation is almost instantaneous right compared Mm -hmm. to other languages like it's almost at the same time as they're saying it right am i right in saying that or not really no you're right um often i i tell people like when you're learning the language you have to learn how to uh paints a picture you know what i mean and and oftentimes uh a word in sign language is not going to get your thought across it's the picture of it you know what i mean so uh uh, i do i i it's hard to think of something off the top of my head at the moment but uh what was it have you had any uh any funny stories as far as learning the language? Anything? Okay, I'll, I'll tell you. Uh, I'll tell you a story. Okay, so uh, I <clears throat> I was at a gathering. You know what I mean? It's my first. I, I was like six months learning the language. I got this. I was so confident. Like I, I I got the majority of the language down. I understand most of it. Anything I don't understand, I can just use the alphabet. Like I I got this right. So I met this guy. He's all the way from San Diego. I'm like, dude. Cool, right on, right? So he's taught, uh, deaf love to talk about yourselves. They know everything about yourself, right? So I started talking to myself, like, dude, I'm from, uh, I've been here for a couple of years, and I'm from Boston, and uh, the guy's like, cool, 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 cool. So he went on to talk about his family, right? He's talking about his, uh, his mother, his father, his sister, his brother, right? And then afterwards, this dude made this, like, re- ridiculous expression on his face, right? And I thought it was funny. So I'm like, oh, I, I made a little chuckle. <laughs> and then he's like, what's so funny? I was like, oh, sorry, your, your, your face. I was like, dude, like, I was talking about my mother dying. Like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, no. I was like, oh, oh that's uh. what that sign means? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh. oh I, well, I am so oh, sorry. No. Oh, you know what? It's time for me to go. I think think my Uh, boss is calling me. (laughs) Wow. Uh, From what I've observed, though, a lot of individuals who are deaf or hard of hearing, they tend to have a very good sense of humor, though. Oh, yeah. Mm. 
That's what uh, the not guy. Not this gentleman. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Were you at least able to explain to him that you were learning and that you didn't understand? You know, I did not. I did not explain it because I was so embarrassed. Are you serious? I'm awkward. Yes. You just pieced out like. I just yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and the nerves got the best of me. <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah. So I felt my face go flush. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you, you, you know that uh, you what's that system in your body called? Fight or flight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yep, I ran. <laughs> oh, I'm glad you didn't fight, Aaron. I'm really <laughs> glad you. <laughs> he starts swinging, right? <laughs> Just this guy laughed at my mom dying and then beat me up. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Wow! Wow! Interesting. Yeah, it was funny because. Uh, when I was starting that job, the place they were saying that you can't wear any offensive clothes, so you can't have any slogans, offensive hats, or anything. Mm-hmm. And the the, <laughs> the deaf man he raised his hand and the in the inter- through the interpreter, he said, "Why can't we?" He's like, "There's not any children working here." And the guy who was training us, he just whispered, "He's like, well, you'd be surprised." <laughs> <laughs> But that's that's why I thought that it was really interesting because you got to be like really expressive and like super into yeah. it. Yeah, that's the one thing mm-hmm. I loved about the language was just using my body and my face just to express yourself. Mm-hmm. It's one of the best things of the language, and I mm-hmm. fell in love with that. And because I'm already very expressive and I talk with my hands a lot, it became really easy. <laughs> <laughs> perfect fit. Yeah, Isaiah, do you speak any other languages? Mm-hmm. Um, I speak bits and pieces not not really anything fluently i was trying to learn navajo last year um I'm, it's still sort of an ongoing thing um i go up to the res every so often uh and right now i'm kind of dipping my toes into yaki language and um so yeah i just i sort of dabble and then the problem with me is i get distracted with something else i want to learn and so yeah, I, I'm a little all over the place when it comes to that. No, that's cool. That's all right. So both both Aaron's, you guys have learned a language like fluently. What would you, what suggestions would you give to us and like our audience, I guess, as to learning a language? And I hate when everyone says, "Have a good sense of humor about it," because you're gonna screw up. Because that's gonna... exactly what I was about to say. <laughs> uh, that's what oh, everyone man. says. Tell me but something but different. It's true, but it's true. <laughs> hey, I have I'm a great sense of humor, but, but when I'm like, this, when yeah. someone's coming at me and like yeah. talking to me, I'm like, "Oh my gosh, I don't know what to say. My brain is not working right now." Well, yeah. what? Okay, well, I'll, let me think of something. But I do have a funny story that I can tell I, quickly. But um, but I have to think about that. Uh, Aaron, you want to you want to answer the yeah. The the one thing is tell me uh, tell me, Aaron. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta have a great sense of humor. Gotta learn how to laugh. <laughs> oh, oh man. But, you know, the one thing is, I realize when you're learning language, like, I didn't learn from books. I didn't learn, um, you know, from watching videos, stuff like that. It was the people. 
the, the more you embed yourself in the culture and around the people and you force yourself to understand people, that's what helped me learn the language. Because if it wasn't for the people, I never would have learned the language at all, hmm. you know. So as long as you surround yourself with the culture and the way they think and, and with the language, if you just keep listening to it over and over and over again, it, it, it becomes so much easier to pick it up. Then what did you do when you hit that wall, so to speak? So um, when... <laughs> <laughs> I remember, like, I was learning baby steps, you know what I mean? And I felt like I plateaued, you know what I mean? Like, I can't learn anymore. Get me out of this. <laughs> I don't want to learn anymore. But as I, I had to fight those feelings and just work through it. And once after I did that, it was, uh, it, it felt pretty good to finally break that barrier, as you would say, of uh, learning more vocabulary the language yep <laughs> and aaron the other aaron it's hard because i'm like aaron what do you think about this hey aaron hey other aaron <laughs> well i can tell by the question who you're talking to um, also because i have like this weird like disdain in my voice when i say aaron <laughs> <laughs> exactly that's how i know who you're talking to like so aaron what do you oh hey aaron what do you think about this? <laughs> right exactly exactly <laughs> um you know, kind of similar to what Aaron was saying. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Just, um, I think one of the biggest problems I think I had in the beginning is that I overthunk it. You just have to speak. Even if you're going to make a mistake, just talk. And then mm -hmm. learn, when, they'll, when they correct you, ask to get corrected and then just learn from that. So just go ahead and talk. Because some people will... Like myself, for example, I would be like, you know, say one word at a time, you know. So, cuantos anos vos ten? And I would question myself, and it'd be like, no, just say it. Cuantos anos vos ten? You know, how old are you? You know, just go ahead and say it, and then just be correct. You mean like pickup lines? What the heck? <laughs> <laughs> how do you say what's your sign, Aaron? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay right. enough from you about language. <laughs> no, i do have a quick story i have a quick story the best language story i, I probably can't tell on this podcast but um, you already told it which one the one where you asked some guy if you could like go home with him or something <laughs> No. That's already been recorded. It's but, on a previous episode that we have not edited. So if you feel like you can't tell it, I'm sorry. It's out there. No, that's not what I was thinking about. That's not what I was thinking about. But that is a funny, too. That's kind of funny, too. Just to give them some context so they understand what I'm saying. They understood that story. <laughs> when, you, when, you ask to stay at, <laughs> when you ask to stay at someone's house, you have... Well, when you want to stay over someone's house, you, you have to ask the question, can I stay at your house? You can't say, can I stay with you? That's mm -hmm. the, that's because the, the connotation is different. If you say, can I stay with you? You're asking, you know, for a bit much more than just a, a bed to sleep in. Wow. <laughs> so you have to be careful because it doesn't translate perfectly. That's what Antonio mm -hmm. is talking about. But the other story mm -hmm. that I thought was family friendlier, at least, was actually learning Spanish. And 
what I what's funny is uh, long story short, when in Spanish, when you're telling someone how how old you are, you tell you say the translation literally in English is I have X amount of years. Like I have 20 years, I have 30 years. You're literally saying mm-hmm. I have that many years. Mm-hmm. And so when I, when I was learning Spanish in school, I was introducing myself to the class and I said, uh, mi nombre es Aaron, Aaron, I think, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and I said, yo tengo 20 años at the time. But the word in Spanish for years is años. Yeah, anos means uh, something very different. Yeah, anos, which which is what I said, means anus. (laughs) Yeah. So I introduced myself and said, hi, my name is Aaron, and I have 20 anuses. (laughs) (laughs) you wondering. (laughs) But just that one little sound changes the the whole meaning. The little twiggly over the end. Yeah, the little, yeah. Totally, yeah. Yeah. Totally messy up. (laughs) That was my Spanish... (laughs) First semester Spanish. <laughs> wow. But yeah. I don't know what to say. No, but don't you hate yeah. that about languages, though? Sometimes yeah. the smallest little change can be. Yeah, that's like uh, mm-hmm. in uh, Chinese, the word ma, depending on how you, um, where you place the emphasis and if you inflect upwards, it could mean either mother or horse. So you could, be oh, calling, yeah. you could be referring to somebody's mother Jeez, man. and inadvertently call them a horse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a great mistake oh, to man. make. <laughs> my goodness. Pretty wonderful. Uh-huh. Yeah, my whole thing is just when people start talking to me fast, it's hard. I actually, I never learned ASL, but I do know some signs. And the thing I enjoyed about it, though, is that the... Uh, people that I knew who were deaf always helped me figure out the signs and that helped me retain it a lot better and I could express myself and they kind of got it. It was weird, but it's like I got them and they got me, but it's all like in your head. It's like some weird like <laughs> mind reading language. Because <coughs> yeah. it's like they're not saying anything, but you're getting the concept. You're getting the idea. Yeah. You're getting the thought. You're getting the feeling. Which is exactly what you're doing with language. It's yeah. just you're used to using your ears in the middle of all that and not just like straight yeah. to your brain. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm. Well, I, one thing I have learned too is to sympathize with people who are learning English. I don't laugh at mm-hmm. Not that I ever really. Oh, yeah. Especially people who are bilingual and mispronounce yes. things. Yes. Like yeah. I used to think, like, ha ha, how could you yeah. say it like that? That yeah. sounds so dumb. They <laughs> yeah. come to turn, like, you know, learn that that name in Spanish actually sounds like that. And that's why they're reading it or saying it mm-hmm. that way. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, ha ha, I'm the ignorant <laughs> idiot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I sympathize a lot more with people. But I do think everyone should learn a couple of signs, at least the alphabet in sign language. Mm-hmm. It'll mm-hmm. help you out a lot yeah uh, especially just talking because i i always think that if you have if you speak another language you can always find someone who speaks to you but with sign language i feel like your uh your world is a lot more condensed and if you can add yourself to that um by learning it it, it would be you know it's kind of mm-hmm. a new way to to get another perspective on life from, from people i call oh. it cultural awareness oh. awareness oh we're aware oh my gosh Hey, you know, something I found out, too, is that me and Aaron actually have the same sign name. Someone deaf actually gave me a sign name before. Mm-hmm. My cousin was in sign language for years. Oh, wow. 
And so actually gave me a sign name. And when I met Aaron, I found out that we have the exact same sign name. I know. It's ridiculous. Well, is this it? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's like this. Like this. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> exactly. This Don't is some great uh, podcasting here. Look at this. Everyone's totally a... Uh, yeah, no, let's describe a, other things no one can see. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, we can put up clips on Instagram, so we'll probably put a little clip of that part. Okay. <laughs> Sounds right. great. Oh, man. And we'll, we'll just, like, edit it so it makes it look like Isaiah is actually calling everyone's mama horse. Nice. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> oh. You know, I'm slightly... Yeah, I'm slightly uh, worried that this whole thing is just a plot to get like random words extracted from me so you could mash it up into something horrible. Yeah, we're building like an AI robot who's a hipster, by the way. Right. Um, (laughs) 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 And uh, yeah, he's just going to talk about iron and wine all the time. Nothing else. (laughs) Perfect. Perfect. I was using alternate currents before it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> was it ever cool? Was are it ever cool? Micro- are these microchips locally sourced? Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> you see, you know the lingo. You just just absorb it. Admit it. Just and be happy. And be proud of it. This is hipster awareness also. Okay. <laughs> Wow. Embrace I'll it. Ribbon. I'll make a ribbon. We'll, we'll a ribbon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, jeez. I don't even know what the ribbon would look like. It'd be made out of hay or something. <laughs> be some hemp twine. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking, but I wasn't going to say yeah. it. But, but at first. Oh, man. Well, I think we're coming up to the end of our podcast. But... I do want to thank both of you guys for being a part of it. Oh, thank you for the interview. Actually, I was, I'm actually happy that we had both you and Isaiah on the same episode, considering I didn't realize you guys had the caretaking thing kind of similar. Oh. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, glad to talk about it. You know? Yeah, it's really cool. It was nice to hear about that stuff from you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to apologize to Isaiah for making him look like a terrible person. But yeah, I will okay. tell everyone that being a hipster is okay. <laughs> no, it's okay. No, I'm legitimately a terrible person. <laughs> <laughs> he takes out his French press mid <laughs> midstream. Oh gosh. <laughs> well, okay, this is where I close it out and I gotta do the voice. Hey, you weren't here for the beginning of it, Aaron. Have you listened to any of the podcasts, Aaron Lawton? On uh, the first two episodes and then he lost interest <laughs> oh, i got man. distracted we lost the first him. two were probably the most difficult to listen to but the, the most entertaining <laughs> <laughs> i was very i remember there was one where you guys were just talking about like depressing stories and i think that was the first one i listened to oh and i was like geez man Wait, you know what's what, funny about which that one was that one so that is the one that we recorded it was like yeah our second episode that we did two years before we actually started doing the podcast regularly. Oh, Wait, which okay. episode was that? It was the one where you crashed some guy's car on the Brooklyn Bridge. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. yes. Yeah. And I was like, I felt so bad for you. And I was like, man, this, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we Not recorded that in a hotel podcast, room but... in Corona, California. 
Yeah. Yeah. You foretold all of this. Yes. <laughs> and like I edited the audio in a Red Robin. So, oh, wow. But yeah. it was like the first one I heard and I was like, oh, man. So it's just like depressing stories, like really sad stuff. I know. And I was like, no, it's man, usually I got, happy. I got this in the bag. Man, I, I got this. We'll have you back if you want to share some depressing stories for the next podcast. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll cry and talk, talk about my childhood and stuff. Oh, jeez. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> hey, if you want to do that, you're going to have to start paying us. I charge like 50 an hour to listen to that crap. <laughs> <laughs> there was like a Seinfeld thing where he was like, I wonder, like, at what point... What was he saying? Like, there's a price. I don't want to hear your problems, yeah. but at a certain price, I'll start listening <laughs> to your problems. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Oh, man. This has been Two Crazy Scoots Podcast with your hosts, AO and Tino, and special guests, Isaiah Kampa and the other Aaron, Aaron Lyon. Thank you for staying uh, with us, uh, and we'll see you next time. Have a great safe, enduring time. <laughs> Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. <laughs> and may God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> 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 <laughs>